0: G'day everyone. <laughs> Welcome to all Talk with Jason, Mike, um, and uh, Mike. How are you, mate? It feels like ages since I've seen you last. Yeah,
1: year. it's been a long time. Nah. It's been a long time. Hours, even it has. You know, just a little bit of a peek behind the uh, the curtain here. Um, those of you who were listening last week would have, you know, you would have heard that we were on set, weren't we, Jason? We were indeed. Yeah, we're out at that um, place um, out at White Man's Valley. Yeah. Um, spooky. A, <laughs> spooky, with the beautiful autumnal leaves. Yeah. Um, and in this weird little township that was created to shoot TV shows back in the 70s or 80s, we're not sure. I think it was the 80s, I'm pretty 80s. sure, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that was the uh, inside grass that I got.
0: Right. And I wouldn't um, mind a bit of grass now, actually, to oh, be honest. Are good, how how long has it been since you've had a bit of
1: gunja? <sighs> I'd, I'd say years. Oh, so I'd say well over a decade. Right. Mm. It was never my thing.
0: Oh, it was for me when I was like late teens, early yeah. 20s, but then I, I got way too paranoid.
1: Yeah. I sort of think, like with any sort of drug that I've ever been involved with, I found I sort of overdid it. And we've spoken about our addictive Yeah, yeah. In before. Indeed. I, tend- I didn't
0: really mean to segue into there. <laughs> I was just thinking of grass suddenly and thinking yeah. where we are and be quite the environment. Oh, I'd for imagine it.
1: there's there's a fair sized crop not too far away from us. I'd think so.
0: Yeah. Just to paint a picture for you. Uh, because, after all, a podcast is painting a picture with words, isn't it? It really is. And uh, we are in the still in this township, this crazy, crazy township that was built in the 80s, f- specifically for filming. Uh, but it's surrounded by hills and valleys and paddocks and horses and mills and horses and Donkey. do- donkeys. It uh, really is surreal and bizarre. It is. It um, is. But we are still filming, aren't we? Mark? We are.
1: So, you, for those of you who listened last week, um, this particular podcast now that you're hearing is recorded probably two hours after the last one.
0: Yeah, yeah. But hours. that doesn't mean that doesn't matter to the listeners, though, does it? No, uh, because they've had a week's break. That's right. Um, but it just shows the level of commitment that we have. That any time we have, Mike. Any spare time we have, we just hoe into this right. podcast. That's
1: right, because, um, you know, if we don't, then we never hear the end of it from you bastards. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, you were saying to me, um, you know, that, and, and I've read a few myself, uh, the online comments when we don't post something. Boy, oh, boy. Harsh, man. The shit does hit the fan. It does. It um, does. And, yeah. I, and I always think to myself, oh, yeah, but are you – are you the sort of guy that sends in questions for us to answer for our podcast, or are you you the type of piece of shit yeah. that just actually wr- you know writes in to criticise? That's
1: right. You know how to uh, you know how to get into the messages and DM us, but you don't actually contribute to the show in any way other than to complain about it when it's not going as well as you'd like it to. Yeah. Um, so you're a taker. You're not a giver. Actually, I was out um, at a comedy gig. I think I was telling you this, and um, and Welly, yeah, and Welly. Yes. I went to go into uh, Ray O'Leary, very, very good. And if you can get tickets to him, go and see him. He's going to be up in Auckland for that leg of it.
0: Has the comedy festival started? I believe it has. It's been it? on
1: in Wellys for a while now, and oh, actually, okay. by the time you hear this, it's probably, probably over. Yeah, uh, but most most of them are sold out. Mm. So I went to a couple. Went and saw Sainzo. Yes, and went and saw Ray. Um, both of which had sold out and I had to sneak uh, tickets to. Very did you, good. Did you use your influence as a top flight New Zealand actor? Oh, what I did was I contacted both of them and they sort of hold tickets for door sales. So I still paid. Yeah, good. You know. Good. I'm not taking money out of You're the not one of, those of bars. Comedians. A, You comedians. Know. Yeah. No, 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 not doing that. But anyway, I was in the foyer and a gentleman came up and said, "Kelder, he and his wife. Big fan of the podcast. Not great, and um, and I met his wife, and he goes, "Yeah, I have got her listening now, as well." And uh, she goes, "Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny," <laughs> which almost sounded like a compliment. You know what they're like. Yes, indeed, and uh, and I, and she goes, "Um, yeah, it certainly started a few debates." That that
0: pleases me no end, Mike. Absolutely. You know, that's the, that's the whole point of the podcast, to start a few discussions, yeah. to start a few debates. I like to think of, you know, of couples listening to our podcast and making love afterwards. Oh, and during. And, and during. Yeah. I, I mean, the ultimate... Gratification for me would be knowing that a couple were making love listening to our podcast. Yeah,
1: without a doubt. Yeah. In fact, I think we've got an advice question about that. I don't know if we'll get to it today, but um, it sort of revolved around that. But with this, with this guy, I think I think the podcast has made a real difference in his life because I think what he was experiencing within his marriage, he thought he was he thought it was unique to that relationship. Sure. And yeah. you know, I think what we're we're shedding a light on is that. You know the dynamics within every marriage are very much the same. Indeed, you know, yes. There's this I idea agree with that, that I think there's an idea there that uh, that a male will dominate and and that, that females sort of have to take a back seat, and certainly that will be true in some relationships. But you know, I think in, in our marriages, um, you know, we've just learnt to sort of shut up and, and and wait till it's all over.
0: Well, yeah, and 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 as we've discussed in previous uh, podcasts, we. Uh, we've been very upfront about the fact that both of us are responsible for ruining our wives' lives. Yeah. And so when you come from that perspective, um, you know, you'd have to be a bit of an asshole to then – be a domineering son of a bitch because you've already ruined their lives. That's right. You know what I mean? And so I'm I'm quite – you know, I I don't mind admitting, Mike, that in my relationship my wife wears the pants. Yeah,
1: without a doubt. And I think some steps have to be taken to redress the balance. Sure. You know. Um, And so I think it's it's only fair. And what it does do is it gives us plenty to talk about, doesn't it? It does.
0: And, you know, I like to think sometimes that sometimes in our podcast we say the things that maybe – Men and or women yes. are scared to say. That's right. You know, and and therefore, you know, the idea that a couple listens to our podcast and begin discussing issues. Yeah. Um, in their relationship Yeah Really gives me a tremendous thrill
1: Well that's right I mean I know that there's You know there's There's certain artists Around the world Probably more musicians sure. That would be the reason Why a couple got together You know they bond Over their uh, Their love for Marvin Gaye This is our song Or, or Prince Exactly right Yeah, yeah. And um, you know They meet on a dance floor Or something like that And then sparks fly So on and so forth I'd like to think that we, over, the, over the term Of this podcast We'll be responsible For you know dozens or scores of divorces
0: look i i um i have no doubt and and as we've you know we've always been forthright about that in the sense that you know just because it ends in divorce you know you taking our advice that doesn't mean that's a bad thing
1: no it doesn't mean you're wrong
0: uh it just you know it just means that you've you've come to the reality of your relationship he's either an arsehole or she's completely unfair yeah and you've just decided what what the hell are we doing with our lives anymore in fact I'd like to, you know, I'd like anyone that's listening to this podcast right now to think about if they're in a relationship, the person they're with, and really ask themselves the question, are they right for me?
1: That's right. Yeah, blank, and not necessarily based on any of the topics that we're talking about. You know, if you've, you're sitting there at the moment, and you, I don't know if you you're, you might be washing the dishes, um, or restacking the dishwasher up. You know, if she's got it wrong again, yeah, you know, yeah. you're going through it's a all the real that. bugbear of yours, may, isn't it? Maybe you've got your um, you've got your headphones on while she's vacuuming under your feet. Whatever she's doing at the moment, or whatever he's doing at the moment, you know, he might be out doing the lawns for the you know third or fourth time this week mm. and not getting anything done around the house or Mind contributing you, to the parentine or you know any of that. Stuff. Yeah. Um. Just, just look at your partner now, and just think: Is this it? Yeah. You know.
0: Is this the best I can do? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's a really valid question. And and, you know, just stand up, walk into your bedroom, grab you know a couple of pairs of undies, a couple of pairs of socks, one pair of jeans, a shirt, and a hoodie, and just walk out the door, man. Shoes. Oh, you'll need some shoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You
0: need to. You need some shoes. Um. Car keys.
1: Well, yeah,
0: maybe a few snacks from the pantry too. Yeah, totally. You might. I mean, Oh
1: jump on the internet, and you have to, you know, sort of move all the funds into your account. Yeah, yeah. Because she's going to keep the house, which is probably rented and too big for her to afford, or vice versa. Indeed. Um, But yeah, yeah. It's never too soon. To end a uh, marriage, and, in my opinion.
0: Or to evaluate where you stand in one. No, now, totally. Listen, interesting, um, you mentioned dancing there just before. You know, you might have met your wife or your husband on the dance floor. We've got a, a really fantastic question here from Sonia.
1: I think she's cheating on me.
0: It's Relationship Advice with Jace and Mike. Hi, Jason, Mike. I have really enjoyed listening to your podcast. I was introduced to it via my boyfriend who is all uh, who is an avid listener. Ah. There you go, you see. Mm. This is great stuff. Smiley face. Oh. So I have a question for you and would love to hear both of your thoughts. I can't imagine either of you are great on the dance floor. That's uncommon. I, I- I take issue with that. But anyway, given your track records of not being good with the ladies in your youth. Mm. Smiley face. Oh, yeah. I love dancing. It's one thing that makes me feel truly happy and free. But the problem is my boyfriend hates dancing. How do I get him to feel comfortable on the dance floor? I'd prefer to dance with with him rather than having to dance away from sleazy guys trying to hit on me. Uh. I'm sure you've probably experienced that before.
1: Sweezy so guy's trying to hit on me on the dance floor.
0: Smiley face. Oh. Any advice would be hilarious and helpful. Can't wait to hear your thoughts, Sonia.
1: Yeah, well, break up with them. You know, that's my instinct <laughs> immediately. Um, well, I guess the place you start, Jace, as you say, you know, are you a, are you a bit of a groover? I used to be, mate. Yeah, yeah. Back, I, let me I, guess. Back when you were drinking. Yeah, yeah, back
0: in the day, mate. Back in the day, I I, I once famously got thrown out of a nightclub, and uh, in Parnell, for my dancing, oh. and 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 one of my very good friends, let's call her Sonia, okay, worked behind the bar there, and um and the. Bouncer was incredibly intense when he threw me out. He was holding me under the collar and smacking me under the chin. Oh. Time to go, buddy. And he literally dragged me off the dance floor. Oh! At that stage, I was on my knees doing my moves. <laughs> and my friend Sonia later found out. She she was like, what the fuck was that about? Mm. Why were you so blah, blah, blah? And, and the uh, bouncer was like, oh, we all thought he was on heroin. <laughs> True. And it was like, oh, okay. I would describe my dancing. Lethargic? No, not at all. It was, it it is, it is um, tunefully.
1: Ignorant? Uncoordinated. Oh, yeah, good. I danced to the offbeat. Yes. Well, I'll tell you who else dances to the offbeat. Yes, who's that? Iggy Pop. Iggy. Yeah, man. I went and saw, I saw Iggy in the Stooges. Uh, perform live. Oh
0: my god, that would have been awesome. I'd uh, love to have seen him uh,
1: live. I mean, amazing. But yes. what absolutely stunned me for a guy that's regarded as one of the all time great frontmen, and I have to say that he is, even though I saw him in his, you know, sort of, he would have been in his 60s at the time. I think he's in his 70s now. Still bloody looks incredible. Great though. Oh, he does. Great yeah, body, yeah, yeah. No, he's still looking pretty good. Um, was, you know, guy's written all these incredible tunes down through the ages. No shame about dancing and grooving and all of that, and mm. yet absolutely no idea about the beat. Mm. The beat was completely irrelevant. I mean, he would never have landed or left the ground on the beat at any time during his his performance. Yeah. It was a man possessed, but not by rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
0: having said that, um, and I'm sure in Iggy's case, it's deliberate. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my case, well, he probably I, was on heroin. I, yeah, well, that's right. Well, what was the band he was in? All of his bandmates, the Stooges. The Stooges, yeah. yeah died. I think all of his bandmates, yeah. other than him, died from
1: it. Right. Yeah. Well, I recently saw an interview with, with, with uh, Molly Meldrum, yes, the, the Australian uh, muso journalist, and uh, a mate of mine sent through a copy of that to me. Uh, look it up if you can, Molly Meldrum Iggy Pop interview. Iggy was it was the early eighties, would have been eighty one, I think. yeah. It was a man clearly on a, a hat full of hallucinogens mm. and seeing somebody trying to conduct a straight interview with somebody that's on mushrooms or LSD.
0: Yeah, I'd say LSD and probably.
1: exercise and futility. Yeah. Yeah, it was really entertaining though. Um, but yeah, so once you stopped drinking mm. as much. Yes. Um, uh, well,
0: I have to be honest. I... I I find it very hard to dance now mm. because if you're not on, you know, you're not lagged up. Yeah, as the saying goes. Yeah, then uh, get in the eye. I'm oh, we get it, oh, here. Again. We go in the eyes. Hang on. Can I talk? Yeah, mm. we are just
1: going to grab your car keys and move my car. car up. Yeah, so you can just leave straight from oh, here. Fuck! I like the sound of that. See, this is the kind of service you get around here. Brilliant, cars. mate. Brilliant. Move your car up for you. Just to paint a picture for you. <laughs> Actually to why are you a dancer mate? Yeah, lots of oh, I imagine you're. A bit yeah, but older. he's still he's still How old are you though? I'm 22.
0: Yeah, well there you go, you see. Yeah. Um when you're 22, everyone dances when they're 22. Are you a
1: sober dancer? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, That's interesting. Yeah. I find it like if I'm not drinking, a great way to still have a good time is to dance. Yeah, I find the opposite. Yeah, so do I. Um, the quickest way to not have a good time is to dance. Yeah, right. I agree Thank with you, that. Um,
0: but but as I've got older and so forth, you know, would wild horses, you'd need wild horses yeah. to drag me on the dance. Now
1: road. that's what I was always like as a young man. I've got, yeah. I've always had a bit of a theory about this. It came to me later in life, but um, you know, I was very yeah. You know, we've spoken about what we were like in our teenage years. I was sure. very shy. Uh, self-conscious. Hmm. Uh, so the you know no. I, I wasn't in any of those things. Can I just make the well? Product? I was very confident I, around I, people. I, I was all, just hideous. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And I felt hideous. Yeah. You're looking back at the photos. I've actually never looked better. Yeah. I should I should have been more confident then than I am now. Oh no, I looked a shocker. Oh yeah, I had a I had this head on it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I weighed forty kilos with an eighteen kilo head. Uh, I had I had
0: like corduroy pants, ponytails. Yeah, acne. Yeah, um, the pimples were rough. You know. They? It
1: was a tough time. Yeah, but anyway. So the idea of sort of putting yourself up on a stage and and before what I felt was – you just feel like all the eyes are on you. Yeah, sure. And that you're being judged. So I would only ever dance if I was really fucking hammered. Yeah. And um, so, well, it was probably <laughs> – that didn't mean that every time I got hammered I would dance because (laughs) if I did, I probably would have ended up being quite a good dancer. But what happened was, therefore, I never danced. So I've gone through my teen years never dancing, 20s never dancing, 30s never dancing because I've always sort of cared about everybody else's opinion. But now I get into my 40s, and uh, you know I've had a kid now, and I'm sort of at the point where I don't care what anybody else thinks. So now I think, well, well, I will get up for a dance, actually. I will. Mm. Uh, But the problem is it's like um, deciding that all of a sudden I'm going to play the guitar. Well, I've never played the guitar in my life, essentially. Yeah. So it's not going to sound any good the same way as my dance is not going to look any good. And I think that's why you have this thing of – what do they call it, dad dancing or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm sure i I'm sure dad of, dancing. And
1: the, the, when you get up there, you go, oh, God, look at the state of him. What an embarrassment. Well, the reason for that is because he has just started dancing in yeah. his 40s. Yeah. So he's got no idea.
0: No, I, I'm the complete inverse of that. I, I danced all the way through my teens, 20s, 30s. No. But when I started getting into my 40s, that's when it all sort Pated of shut out. down on me. Yeah. I, um and you know, I was the sort of guy that you know, I'd go. To, I used to go to live gigs all the time. Right, yeah, same. Uh, bloody hundreds lo- of them. Love them. Same. Mate. And I'd be the sort of yeah. guy that would be the first on the dance floor. Right. And and back then, I didn't give a shit what people thought of my dancing. Right. I'd just go and boogie to the band, yeah. man. And I remember being the only one on the dance floor many times at gigs. Might have been the only one at the gig, possibly. No yeah. band. No, they might not have even been well, it was a there. Well, it's just you there.
1: and a bag of heroin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, in the toilets. Um, but certainly in this day and age, like my wife, for example, she loves dancing. Would like is, nothing yeah. better than yeah. to go out on the town and have a bit of a dance. Yeah. It's not going to happen, Mike.
1: Six minutes. We've got six minutes. Well, that's, that is the thing, isn't it? Now, both of us have got you know, beautiful wives. Sure. And, you know, my wife also loves to dance. Yeah. And I feel like I'm actually robbing her of a great joy because I just will not get up on the dance floor with her. I understand, man. You know what I mean? I
0: I totally relate to that. And she's
1: so happy. And you know, and women, how often do you hear women say, oh, God, I've had such a rough week. Let's just go out dancing tonight. And Mm. to each other, you know, they'll Mm. go out for a night of dancing. And, you know, in my 45 years, I've never heard or said to another man, Oh, mate, should we just go and dance our kids away?
0: Yeah. Hey, mate. I just
1: need to go out and dance the stresses of the week out.
0: Let's dress up to the night. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a few yeah. and just go and dance the night away. Yeah. No, I'm the same. Um, having said that, you know, all my mates were into dancing at the time. Yes. But certainly never, it was never a situation whereby we'd say, hey, let's go out for a dance. No. It, would, it was more like... No, no let's go get... Let's get go came. and get hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if we end up dancing, so be it. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Dancing wasn't even acknowledged. No, no, no. It was just done and then you move on. Yeah, exactly. Maybe what we should do, actually, um, is your my wife and your wife should go out dancing. Yeah. You know, say, look... I was speaking to Mike and I know you love a dance and his wife loves a dance. Yeah. Why don't you guys go dancing?
1: Yeah. And your wife loves kids as well. So maybe my, you know, my missus and my kid can move in with you guys. You yeah, can move sure. in with me out of the, over the beach. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just trial it for a few years. I'll tell you what. Make it easier to do the podcast.
0: I tell you the pod, yeah, I was going to say it would make it bloody easy to do the podcast. But getting back to Sonia's question, you know um, – and I think it is the case that men are generally more reticent about dancing than women. I yes. think is that, that may be a generalisation, but it's my general belief yes. that men are slightly more self-conscious than women in terms of yeah. dancing. As, because as, it we,
1: shows a vulnerability, doesn't, yes. doesn't it? Because dancing is an expression uh, of self, and is. which is a vulnerable place to put yourself in if you are a male, I think.
0: Well, we don't like to be mocked, do we? No. We don't. We don't we don't like to look a fool.
1: No, and very rarely would you look at a woman and go, oh, look at how she's dancing. You just go, oh, there's another woman dancing. Yes. Yeah.
0: But men are like, oh, my God, people are looking at me and I'm an absolute idiot. That's right. Um, so there is a real self-consciousness there. So I think you sort of hit on it e- early on. I don't see any future for these guys.
1: No, and I think, you know, really – Well, I mean, he could go out and have a few beersies. I think the, the problem here is Sonia, and I think she's signed off as sly from memory. Um, I think – you know, you, you said in your message there, and, and, and I, I picked up on it immediately, was that the only joy in your life is dancing. Now, if, if your partner's not a joy in your life, he's got to go, man. Yeah. You know? Uh, now, if the only reason why, you know, you want to dance with him is to stop sleazy guys from dancing their way up to you on the dance floor, um, then you need to take up some kind, some kind of martial art. Yes, um,
0: the sort of elbow to the face.
1: Yeah, that's oh, right. Sh-
0: but but the inadvertent elbow yeah, to the yeah, oh yeah, god, yeah. sorry, I'm yeah, sorry that's about that. Right.
1: Exactly, Jesus. Um, or a stun gun, a stun gun. yeah. You know, if you've got a crowded pepper dance floor, pepper spray. Yeah, that that gives you a bit of room to move. Yep, swing you know, your you arms, free your arms up nicely. Um, yeah, it's it's a shame that um you know that it's ended like this, Sonia. Mm. Uh, because well, I thought he was a good one.
0: Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, you know, we were talking at the very beginning of this podcast about thinking about your partners and who you're with and Mm. is this the person you want to be with and for me it's you know like a clarion bell mike um
1: it's saying to me Sonia, you need to move on well that's right either that or or you know he's you know, because a lot of people also are reluctant for some reason to break up with people. Sure. And it feels to me well, like. finances and all that sort of. Carry yeah, on. that's yeah. right. And also, it's just a hard conversation, isn't it? So yeah. it's easy just to stay with somebody for 40 years. True. So what he might be doing is he knows that it's your greatest love. So he's denying you that love. So what he's essentially doing is just, you know, subconsciously telling you that he's not into it, man. Mm. You know? You might you know you might find that you guys break up, and the next time you see him he 's going to be on the dance, dance floor, floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah, well there is that risk, of course, but I mean if that 's the case it wasn 't meant to be anyway, was it no, and I think you 're right, I think subconsciously sonia or sly 's partner mm. here. Is sending her a message. I'm really not into you.
1: No, that's right. And I know
0: how much you love this, and yet somehow I can't get my fat ass off the chair. I want to sit here drinking my beersies and and, and deny you your greatest love. What a son of a bitch! Yeah, I mean,
1: it's a real piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Um, and you know, actually, and and to that point, I mean, opposites do attract. You know, Jace, you no longer dance; your wife still wants to, but you don't want to. Uh, my wife wants to dance, and um, and I don't want to. But there was a period there where I was looking at taking um, salsa lessons.
0: Yeah, the salsa. Salsa. salsa,
1: salsa, just so that I could, you know, for that reason, I didn't. I think well, maybe better that I learn mm. rather than she has to quit. But then I thought, well, actually, what about all the things I am having to quit for her? she you know, she doesn't like me. Smoking ciggies. yeah. You know, you're talking about heroin. I can't. I haven't taken heroin for years now. Since yeah, we've yeah, been, yeah, been together. Uh, you know, there's no other. No, as soon as we got married, the other woman dried up, man. Yep, gone, gone. That was it, just like that. And didn't hear me complaining. No, you know. So if she's got to give up dancing. I think it's probably good because I'm not going to dance with her and the last thing I want is a whole bunch of fucking sleazy dudes sort of rubbing up on her on the dance floor.
0: Yeah, or rubbing up on you, and you know. Well, it, I'm try, yeah, well, what, you're if, what trying I'm dancing with her and then they're then rubbing they're, up on me. Yeah, you're, you're like the meat in the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, but I hope, Sonia, that helps you with your dilemma. Do get back to us, by the way, Sonia and or Sly. Let us know how, how it goes. Yeah. Because we always like to know what, what effect our advice has on relationships.
1: Absolutely. You know what I mean? We just assume it. that it's just a perfect result every single time and that we've had no information to tell us that Otherwise, it's anything different. Yes. Um, also, you know, if anybody is a dancer, actually you could start a company of dancing men, couldn't you? And you just rent out your misses, well, not your misses, but rent these guys out, and they can take your misses out dancing. Yeah. While you stay at home and you know, pull your pud.
0: <laughs> that's got that's got good times written all over it. Hire yeah. a dancer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Private dancer, you'd call it.
0: Yeah. A private. Hire a private dancer. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that working really well for yeah, your relationship. Totally. Yeah. Totally.
1: Um, yeah. But there yeah. you go. Right um. well it sort of feels like we have to go back because this is our lunch time I don't know if we were clear about that which and uh, for your lunch you get 45 minutes. Yes. Um, how long have we been chatting for Mike? 25 so I sort of feel like if we just keep on going yes we, you know we'll get our 30 yeah and um, you know we try and do 30 to 40 um, a week, don't we We do. Uh, so if we just keep on yarning we'll see how we go. Um, is there any other small little pieces of advice that we can offer up?
0: Let me have a look and i'll just i 'll just go through all the uh,
1: just to let you know you know, it occurred to you and I Jason that this actually might be of some interest to the listeners that don 't know what happens on a film set um, to us it 's boring and um, dull and all the rest of it, but we actually um, have been doing it for a little while. But if you don't have any experience of it, you might go. Oh, what else happens? Yes. Um, so today our crew call was two thirty. To Wairangi's on his back? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back to finish this one off uh, very shortly. On yeah, yeah, and
0: welcome back. Um, I tell you what, Mike. Uh, this podcast
1: is just going from weird place to weird place, isn't it, mate? It is. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we said we'll be back in a second. And to you, the listener, this has only been a nanosecond. Yeah. Uh, but what we've done in the time since you last, um, in that just in that very pause, you know, time's a strange thing, isn't it, Jace? In that very pause, we had a seven-hour s- scene. Um, Jace, you were standing for seven hours. Yeah. I was literally sitting on a throne.
0: I was very um, envious of the fact that I saw you sitting down immediately for it throughout the scene, and I thought, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah, was I, I was deeply, deeply upset by the fact that I had to stand. Yeah. Uh, but I, the only recourse I had was that you had to wear a ridiculously uncomfortable headpiece, and that's, that's right. That gave me some comfort.
1: No, that's right. Um, but I could take that off between takes, takes, which was good. And I, you know, and I loathe standing on set. I've always got somebody with a chair nearby because I just I hate standing up for no reason. I, I prefer to be either sitting or lying down.
0: Well, I've, I've also got very dodgy ankles given my age. Yeah. And, I, and, and In fact, when I was in my 20s, Uh, A number of podiatrists actually said to me I was going to have major issues with my uh, ankles. And that came to pass, but made worse by the fact that I'm wearing these massive, almost platform-like boots uh, in soft hay and mud uh, and standing for eight hours solid. Mate, my back is completely... Completely and utterly poked and collapsed on me. Yeah, that's right. And yet here we are, sitting in a van, still doing the podcast well, for our listeners. that's exactly
1: right. So, we, we, you know, we just needed to get a couple of minutes uh, more on that, on this episode to take us over our minimum of 30 minutes. Um, so we did that scene. We've, um, we've gone home. Jase, you got home just after 2. I yes, think it was about the same. 2 a.m. Um, slept through till about 7.30, did a few hours' work, went back to sleep, came back out here, we've started again. So, you know, if you want to know what's going to happen next – you know you're going to have to tune into next week's podcast which you and I are about to record in about 8 seconds.
0: Yeah, great stuff Great stuff. Look forward to uh, having your company again and once again, thanks for taking the time to listen to us